Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. On the ride to work, I was doing video conferencing. While you're driving? While I'm driving, I'll pull over. I don't think you pulled over. Well, either way, I had an iPhone and I could still talk to people, so it wasn't like... Yeah, no, that's really dangerous. Well, it's... No, no, it's really dangerous. I got you. Period. Nothing else. This is the plaintiff, Conray Black. He says he worked for the defendant's company setting up appointments. And the guy is out and out stiffing him on his wages. He worked very hard for him in a hectic environment. He thinks the defendant got him way over his head. And he's here suing for every penny of the $400 he earned but wasn't paid. This is the defendant, Fernando Brown. He says the plaintiff couldn't prove he worked for him during the hours he's suing for. The guy worked from home. He didn't keep a journal of appointments booked. The appointments weren't showing up, and he feels he's being scammed on these hours by the plaintiff. Besides, the guy's going around telling people he's a fraud. He posted something on Google, and he thinks he's in the right, so he's not paying up. He's accused of stiffing an employee. All parties, please do right here. What you are about to witness is real. The participants are not actors. They are actual litigants with a case pending in civil court. Both parties have agreed to drop their claims and have their cases settled here before Judge Marilyn Millian in our forum, the People's Court. Be seated, come to order, please. Litigants have been sworn out. Conroy Black, you're suing Fernando Brown and Tico Express. You're the owner. Mm -hmm. What kind of company is that? Delivery service, same day and next day. Okay. Uh, For $400 in unpaid wages, according to you, he hasn't proven that he's worked it. Tell me exactly how you two met. Uh, Yes, I uh, met Fernando through um, Indeed. Through what? Indeed.com. Okay, a website? Yes. All right, because he, he, you were looking for drivers and you posted it on the website? Yes. And your company does what? You've started up this company that delivers within a city. We do all five boroughs, Nassau and Suffolk. Okay. And we primarily were going to do pharmaceuticals, but then we ventured into food delivery, and that's what we're staying with right now. Okay. And um, so you answered the call to be a driver, but then as it turns out, the two of you discuss it and you decide that you're gonna help him in a different capacity. Yes. And what capacity were you gonna help him in? Uh, at first it was, um, he had me answer emails. Basically it was answering emails and then through Indeed, I would um, deal with the applicants who applied for the job on Indeed. How would you deal with them, meaning what? I would um, send them, I would send them an email through Indeed. Then they would send an email to his email, which I had access to. And I would um, put on like the interview times, which was done through this uh, app called Zoom, which okay. is like a video conferencing app, like Skype kind of. Okay. And that's how he would um, get the, um, he would um, then take it from there to interview the um, potential employers. Okay. So the first week you work for him, he ends up paying you, he's supposedly paying you how much by the hour? Uh, we had an agreement for $13 an hour. Okay. But, and he, he was, uh, you weren't withholding anything? You weren't doing payroll? You were just going to pay him? I paid him through PayPal. Yes. Paying him through PayPal. 
All right, so I guess you are calling your assistant an independent contractor, and then you uh, paid him $195 through PayPal. You're both happy with that. Yeah. Then what happens? Uh, then uh, about as the other weeks be, uh, began, he, uh, I mean, he's been doing it from the beginning. He's always blaming me, telling me that, you know, the people that I would schedule, I would schedule uh, many people for these interviews through Zoom. And it's not my fault that some of these people don't want to show up. And like I said in my statement, he just, he's a constant nag. He was being very annoying to me. How? I, uh, he's always blaming me that the people won't come to the meetings. You see, How else? Uh, just, he would just say, hey, you know, why are these people not showing up to these meetings? And what is it? And, I'm, and I, the proof is there. It's all in his emails that I would send out these emails to these people, let them know, hey, you have, a, you have an interview today. I, at one point, he kind of, it's like I was shaking the people down at one point. Like, I have to, like, call them back and ask them, hey, why didn't you show up for this meeting? You know, it was just getting a little bit too... So you quit? Yeah. And then you wanted your pay, and you yeah. told them, I've worked how many hours? I don't have the exact hours for the next week, but I do have the hours that I did up until February 27th is the last recorded date that I have that I um, actually was filling out my time. I was doing it through MacBook Notes. So you it, would just write it? Yeah, I would just write it down and let them know. Let them just write it down, and it shows, you know, when I start. And then how come you don't have it for the other week? I kind of got a little bit... Um, lazy? Uh, not, yeah, you could say yeah, lazy. Yeah, that's the word. All I, right, um, so let me see what you have in notes for that first week. Um, while he's looking for that, why won't you pay him for the other two weeks? Because the document he's showing, telling you about, this is the first time I'm ever hearing about it. Okay. I never knew about it. I well, how would you know? I, what was his job? His job was to be administrative assistant, so he would help me answer phone but calls. But would he go to your place of business? Did you have a place of business? Yeah, I work from home. Okay. Mm -hmm. So the first two weeks, did he work in your home? He came to my house uh, when we had a meeting with T-Mobile, and I gave him a phone then, and then I was going over some things that I wanted him so to do. So he always worked on his own That his was his job. Everything that, that was his job. Yeah. He so how were you ever going to know how many hours somebody worked? So in Google Keep, like I tell all my people that work for me, if you're doing something, put it in Google Keep and share the note with me, and then I'm going to review it. That just means tell you. Exactly. And he wasn't telling me what he was doing. And Did he th tell you the first two weeks what he was the doing? The first two weeks, I wasn't doing a route. The second two weeks, I was doing a route in Manhattan, and I was training some people at the same time. And the times that he was saying that I was nagging him is because on the ride to work, I was doing video conferencing. While you're driving? While I'm driving, I'll pull over. I don't think you pulled over. Well, you either way, I had an iPhone, and I could still talk to oh. people, so it wasn't yeah, like... Yeah, no, that's really dangerous. <clears throat> well, it's... No, no. It's really dangerous, I got period. You. Nothing else. Mm -hmm. You're not that important. It's dangerous. I'm driving in that, I'm in the lane next to you and you're gonna miss something in traffic because you're conducting a video interview inside of your car. You're out of your mind. Don't do that. In my defense? No, there is no defense to okay. that. So just move on to the next topic. Welcome back to the People's Court, Harvey Levin here. So if you work for somebody and you do a crappy job, can they withhold part of your wages? No, I don't think so. Why? That's your wage. You're not allowed to cut back on that. Yet you were supposed to do a good job and you didn't. Well, but it's a contract that you've made with your employer. But you could argue that you breached the contract by not doing the job right. True, but they did make that agreement with the risk knowing that you would potentially you do You could be crappy at the job. Yeah, exactly. Okay, going inside the courtroom. So as I was going to do my route, 
I would have people that would not show up, and I would it would be recorded, and I would say, why is nobody showing up? Yeah, but how is that his fault? Because he's the one that scheduled the appointment. Well, so what? I don't understand. What do you think he did wrong? Because it sounds like the method that you guys have, you can see how he informed somebody of the time. And how he, there's emails. It's your email that he wrote them from. To, so, so you can see exactly what he did. If people don't show up, it's because they're not good candidates and they're just not showing so up. So if he's sending a response on Indeed, I'm not going to see it unless I sign in to Indeed. Well, why don't you sign in? Did you ever sign in to find out that he didn't do his job? If he did the work, all he had to do is provide the proof. That's it. I All you have to do is log into Indeed to I'm see the proof. I'm not going to double check your, your work. If I hire you to do a job, I'm not double checking your work. How did you know work. that you had to answer a phone while you're driving and that you have appointments? He must have told you about the appointments. No, because I put preset dates. It doesn't matter what day it was. Every every Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, it was supposed to be certain people that are supposed to do an interview at 8. So it's always going to be there. It's always going to be open. The whole thing was he's supposed to let me know who's going to be there. So if you and four of the people are supposed to be there... I'm supposed to know who's supposed to be there, so I How know. How are you supposed to know? He's supposed to let me know. How? Through what mechanism? He can let me know by putting it on my Google Calendar. He can let me know by Did putting... you have no appointments on your Google Calendar? Ma'am, I have... No, listen to my question. Did you have any appointments set by him on your Google Calendar? Did I have appointments set by him? No. Okay. How did you set his appointments? Through what I mechanism? Would, just by telling, just by calling him. And he knows because every morning I would get up about four o'clock because what I would do is, is I'm in school, as a matter of fact, I would get up about four o'clock in the morning, handle his business, then do my schoolwork and get ready for the, the, um, the uh, meetings at eight o'clock in the morning while he's still asleep. And there's just, he's laughing. Do you know how many times he was late to his own meetings? You felt he was pretty unprofessional. Well, uh, yeah, he was, he, I mean, I told my father, you know, I had to laugh. I had to like put the thing on, because it's normally open, so he could hear me talking. I had to put it on mute and laugh when he So why didn't he just quit? Hold on. So he did. I did quit. So well, he quit what? after I okay, stopped stop, stop. work. And so go on. Yeah, you know, he, he's smoking, he's smoking and doing the interviews, and he thinks that's, that's my fault for these people not coming on. You know, he's not explaining it. He's not explaining, explaining you know, the criteria even to its uh, full effect. That's not my fault, man. That's his fault. So do you have phone records to show the communication between you two during those weeks? I have phone, I have phone records, but not from, like, the first week. Just No, no, not message. the first two weeks. The second two weeks. That'll show me how verbal this thing was and how many mm. times you were calling him and all that. Do you have phone records? No, I don't have that. It's, it's over 30 lines, so I have to find his number in here. Okay. But I have all the phone records between me and him. I Did you his... highlight it? Um, no, because I didn't. I have his old phone, so you could check well, to yeah. see his call history. Could definitely yeah. check that. Yes. Okay. Yes. Can you do me a favor? Can you hand him this highlighter? Oh. And can you, yeah, highlight his number there while I keep asking the questions? Thank you. So, um, how are you coming up with the four hundred dollars? I mean, it's going to be an estimate. I can't tell you. Uh, I can't tell you. Well, that, but that's a problem because yeah. you want a specific figure. And yeah. when you um, work for someone and you want a specific figure, there needs to be specificity. Yes. You've already admitted to me that you don't have any notes for the second week. I do. Do you have anything else to prove up how much you worked on, this, on the other week? I have February 19, 20. These are daily logs. Yes. And you don't figure out the times before you walk into court, but you figured out the figure because you pulled it out of thin air. But I mean, after that, it was basically, I say I work no more than five hours a day. For, uh, well, you're, you're kind of really in the dark. 
for someone who is supposed to keep track of their hours. I understand his frustration. What did you want to show me? Uh, this is the month of um, February into March. It shows that- How um, much did you agree to pay him an hour? I agreed to do $13 an hour, minimum four hours per day. So he had a four- I mean, maximum four maximum hours per day. Maximum four hours. Yeah, it's only part-time. So these are all the calls that he would have made. Yeah. So I don't see where you come off not paying him. I just, you know, I don't know how you expect a judge to figure out what you're appropriately owed. Um, do you have the phone records for the weeks before? No, he, um, that's the first time we had the phones. So okay. that's the first bill. Okay. So I'm going to estimate based on what I am seeing here from the incoming and the outgoing phone calls during the period of time that we're talking about. And uh, I'm going to order the defendant to pay you wages that are a complete guess on my part, because that's how you and you have left it. That's fine. It's yeah, of $300 for, okay. for the plaintiff. Thank Good you. luck to you. Do okay? I get to say anything else, you No, you don't. Oh, okay. That was fun. That's why I have people working for me, and you don't. Yeah, I'll never oh, so will. Yeah. Mr. Brown, want to talk? No. Okay. The plaintiff does, or rather, the defendant does not want to talk. The uh, plaintiff is on his way out of the courtroom. He was suing for, as you know, 400 He got $300. So how do you feel about the outcome? I'm happy. I'm mm -hmm. happy I got something. He's a crook, and he'll never, until he changes his ways, he will never succeed. And it's sad that a black man has to be like that. But until he changes his ways, he will never be. Never, that, that, he's, a, he's a disgusting person, and he got what he deserves. And I hope that anybody that applies for his job will see this when it airs. I will know who Fernando Brown, Fernando A. Brown, who Fernando A. Brown really is. All right. Thank well, you. And you I, got your I, opinion out there. And okay. I, I watch you almost every day. You and Miss Judge Miriam. My dad is a <laughs> huge fan of you. Well, thank, thank you. you very much. Thank All right. You. Thank you, sir. Well, what do you think about that, Harvey? Okay, Doug, well, look, the, there's something called the Labor Commission in a lot of states where you can actually file a complaint with a uh, boss that doesn't pay your wages, and they might be able to put pressure on the boss short of going to court where you can get your money. And that will do it for this case, litigants, for the next case on the way into the courtroom right now. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Whether it's routine maintenance and emergency repair or a dream project, Angie lets you compare quotes from multiple local pros, browse homeowner reviews, and even book a service instantly. Angie's been connecting people with skilled pros for nearly 30 years. So the next time you have a home project, bring it to Angie to get your job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. This is the plaintiff, Mary. She says she hired the defendant to train her two dogs. And when she got them back, they had burn marks on them. And one of them had a gash on his eye and the other had a hole in his head. If that weren't bad enough, they came back with worms and they weren't trained at all. This guy zapped their dogs with an electric wand. The vet said they were severely dehydrated. They had diarrhea and he abused these poor animals while they were in his care. And she filed a police report. She's here suing for animal lovers everywhere and wants every penny of the $3,327.54. She's owed. 
This is the defendant, Steve. He says the plaintiff is a scammer, first and foremost, because she tried to get him to file a false claim with her insurance carrier so they'd cover dog training. The reason she sent her dogs to him was because they fought and she needed them to get along. That's why they had a few cuts on them. He's been training dogs for 15 years. He knows what he's doing and this woman is just plain loony. He's accused of a doggone disaster. All parties, please use your right hands. Welcome back to the People's Court. Next case in the docket, the plaintiff hired the defendant to train her two dogs and says the defendant abused them. But the defendant says the dogs had cuts because two of them fought. It's the case of Dog Fight Club. Thank you, Douglas. Okay, Mary, you are suing. You've asked to be referred to only by your first name, Steve, and not to mention your company name. So you're suing Steve's company for $3,327.57. The cost of training that you want returned to you, because according to you, he did not successfully train your dogs. And also vet bills, because according to you, more than that, he injured your dogs. Tell me what happened. Well, I met a guy in the dog park, and he said that this guy trained his dogs. And um, I called him. I was desperate. I'm dis disabled. I have nerve pain go down my arm. I, I can't. I've trained all my dogs. I've had dogs, Border Collies, Australian Shepherds. Never had a problem with any of my dogs. This dog happens to have a lot of energy. Which dog? The puppy is on the right. Okay. That's Jack. Okay. So I hired this guy and in good faith. I thought he knew what he was doing because they said he worked with police dogs and he did all this great stuff. I Who's they that said uh, that? Well, the, the, the person who recommended The person him? in the dog park. Okay. Do you work so, with police dogs? Some, yes. What does some mean? I don't do it anymore. I used to head a police dog facility in Indiana called okay. Lanheim. Okay. Go ahead. It's on the internet that that's not true also. How but, do you know that's not true? Well, I don't know. It's on the internet that he's a scammer and all this stuff. No, like, I see that there was a complaint on the internet. How do you know that he did not, he was not the No, I trainer? don't know. Okay. Only what I read all on right, the internet. All right, go ahead. Yeah. So I didn't want to, my dogs are like my kids. I don't have kids. So I didn't want to send my dog anywhere. So, but I couldn't handle him. So I sent them. This guy had separation anxiety really bad. So he was getting better. I have, I rescued him. I have him for about a year and a half before Steve took him. And, um, are we talking about the puppy or the other dog? The other guy, Duke. Okay. Sorry. But you sent both dogs to be trained. I sent, well, I'm explaining why I sent Duke because he had the separation anxiety and I have texts and stuff that he says that. According to you, she sent the dogs to you. Why? Well, it was for full obedience training and fixing the separation anxiety, like she says, and for fixing them from fighting with each other from time to time. Okay. Well, how big a part of that was the fighting with each other time to time? That wasn't a big part of it. That was just part of it that happened. The All right. And according to you, she wanted you to, to author something that was false in order for... What, what's that about? I don't know if it was false per se, but she wanted me to get in contact with her insurance company so that she could get covered, do her insurance coverage. And do what? What were you going to say or do? Prove that the dog had separation anxiety so that the insurance would cover the cost of training. So why is that a scam? Isn't I thought you said that was true, that her dog had separation anxiety. Well, it doesn't exist in dogs, but... It doesn't exist in dogs? No. I don't know, man. Yeah. See, my dog, I come home from a hard day's work, and that dog looks like she missed me. <laughs> they do, but how can an animal that live in the moment have separation anxiety? I don't know. I don't know. But in any event, what happens here? You, uh, how, many, how long was the dog, were the dogs supposed to be with him? 
One month. So for one month, the dogs are supposed to stay with them. And how much, uh, do you have a contract? I have a so-called contract that was never signed or anything. Let me see the contract that you received. Do you want to look through these? No, his hands are full. <laughs> I, how's he going to do that one-handed? He's holding two dogs. Do me a favor. Hand, take the papers back from him. Don't put him in that position. Okay. You all right doing that? Yeah, all right. He found it. Yeah, apparently, he's just fine Obviously, doing it. Yes. I guess I'm a little nervous. <laughs> Sorry, Ben. Provider will train client for dogs' behavior modification, blah, 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 and dogs for behavior and on-off leash basic commands such as sit, down, come, stay, heel, leave it, place, and cage. All right. So the dogs get to you on what day? I don't remember the exact date. Do you? The 10th of... Uh, the 10th of February, yes. February? Yes. All right. And then uh, the cost of the training is 2650 Yes. All right. Um, so the dogs come, and mm -hmm. how does it go? Well, I had the dogs for four weeks, which <clears throat> I explained to her when I pick up the dogs that it could take longer if I need more time because I haven't got there. They freaked out on me over three days. I had to make a trip to Philadelphia to deliver a rescue dog that was getting a new home, and... They were upset about that and continued to bash me and batter me on my cell phone, text calls, asking all these questions about getting the dogs. I told her she had to wait. Yeah, but, but that's wait three days because of training, not wait three days because you, you planned something else and we're out well, of Well, it was my schedule. Um, I try to schedule because they're an hour away from me. I try to schedule my appointments in that area all the same day. So I was dropping their dogs off and doing a few other training lessons in their area. Okay, I would be mad at you too. If okay. you were just trying to save yourself effort and wait, oh, it's convenient for me to drop the dogs off. When I've been away from my dogs for a month, I would want you to just stick to the program as opposed to, hey, it doesn't work around my schedule until another three days from now. I don't get to see my dog. I mean, I, oh. I get that. But tell me how the training, well, what I really meant to ask you is during those four weeks, how did the training go? The training went well with the dogs. Um, when she first met me, she knew that I used remote collar training systems. Tell me what remote collar training system is. It's, a, for lack of a better word, electric. Okay, um, so the, shock collars. Yes, the dogs are trained for several weeks before I'll they... I'll tell you what, let's do this. Why don't you go ahead and sit next to her so she can be closer? Um... <laughs> okay. With, with her health issues that she described to me, she's not able to physically have control over these animals. So that's really the best way to go when you have a situation like that. They're trained for several weeks, then they're trained on that system at a low level stimulation. So it's not hurting them, it's more communicating with them. Say the dog's not paying attention, she taps the button, the dog knows to look at her, he's not screaming, he's not freaking out, it's not doing anything along those lines. According to you, one of the dogs comes back with burn marks around the collar. Well, they both did, but Jack had a, a not as bad. Okay. But th this was the show whole thing. Show me Dukes, show me the burn marks around their necks. You have pictures of it? No, the, I only had the letter from the vet and the, and the new trainer that came and felt it. That's all I have. You can't, unless I would have shaved his neck and took a picture, that's the well, only you way. Can, you can lift the hair. I've had, I've, I've do these cases every day. I mean, oh, you get, Yeah, I, I, it was, he felt it himself. So <laughs> he apologized to me the day he came back. Okay, so. what did he feel? Two burn marks on, on his neck. How do you feel the burn mark? Like Well, they're raised. It's like a scab under there. Like a scab. Um, okay. Yeah. All right. So He um, happens to have a lot of hair around his yeah. uh, neck. Okay. So by the end of the four weeks and three days, were they responding to your commands? Yes. 
Yes, okay. they were both doing very well in the training with me. Um, Had they fought at all amongst? Yes. Okay. They did fight a few times while they were with me. Did you um, ever alert her to the fact that they had no, fought? No, because it was just tiny little scruffles that never resulted in anything. One of them had a small, like, tiny, minuscule scratch under his eye, which she noticed in a picture, asked me what happened. I explained to her what happened. At that time, she tells me her dogs doesn't fight. The younger puppy has white marks all over his face before he came to me. Those are from scars that wait, have healed wait. up. Wait, wait, when she said, uh, I, uh, my dogs don't fight, didn't you say, what do you mean your dogs don't fight? Yes. You told me they fought. Yes. Okay. Yes. And they actually, when I brought, when I came back to do the first follow-up lesson, they got in a fight at the door when I walked in the house. Um, it's usually over excitement. It's usually the older dog correcting the younger dog, which that was something I was supposed to be working on. So I brought the dogs home to her. She was upset that the dogs didn't greet her in the way that she wanted. How did she want them to greet her? It'd be excited to see her. You know, they came in, one of them ran to the dog bowl because there was food in there and she ate them. I had not fed them that morning because I was bringing them home. Why and can't then you we, feed them? Just, what's that? Why can't you feed them anyway if you're- <laughs> When I'm bringing them home? Oh. That's just, I don't do it for the car ride so they don't get sick oh, and, yeah. you know, throw up in the car. Okay. So after I brought the dogs home, it was pretty much at that point, there was nothing I could say or do to make her happy. I wasn't even allowed to show her the training with the dogs. The dog jumped on the couch, which is something they didn't want them to do. I pressed the button on the remote, they came down. She said, you know, I was trying to show her how to use that. We were able to go outside and walk the dogs and show her how to do that, but it was just arguing and telling me the dogs weren't trained, they weren't listening, this and that. I never got a chance to go over because they wouldn't let me talk. She was just freaking out about all kinds of little things with the dogs. How she, long ago was all this training? February 10th. Was so it went I got up them. until March, March 10th. 10th? Yes. But if they go home and you don't do any work with them, they're going to go right back to the same way because I train them and she has to follow through. That's why I do follow-up lessons after they so come home. So you went to one follow-up lesson? I went to one follow-up lesson. I brought a friend with me because I knew that it was going to be a problem situation. I wanted someone there to help diffuse the situation. And from the moment I walked in the door, they were just on me being belligerent, yelling at me, accusing me of things, threatening me. They threw my friend out of the house that was there because she said she asked her what she thought. And my friend told her that the dogs are acting this way because of her. And I couldn't do training yeah, with throw the dog. Yeah, I out of my house, too. <laughs> I couldn't do, well, she asked for her opinion. Why do you care. think my Why dogs are Why can't your friend be polite way? when she's in someone's house? She was house. polite. She was polite. She was she there just being There quiet. are ways to say that that aren't, don't sound like what you said. Okay. But anyway, go ahead. Well, so I informed her at the time that I wasn't going to be able to do training that day because of the attitude of them in the air, me in the air, the way that the dogs were behaving because they were very nervous because of all the yelling and screaming. So I told her that I was going to leave and get in touch with her in a few days and come back and do a follow-up lesson once everyone was calmed down. Um, which I believe I canceled a few days later because of the snow. We had weather that wasn't able to drive that far in. Um, then after that, I sent her a text message asking her what day she was able to do the training and I didn't hear back from her since then. All right, in any event, um you get the dogs back, and what is it you notice that makes you say, what the heck? The puppy goes right to the water bowl. There was not food in the dish because there was There was a water. sweet potato in the dish. And, and the puppy drinks the whole bowl of water. I fill the bowl up again. The puppy drinks the whole bowl of water. Four bowls, and I'm talking about it probably equals a gallon okay, of water. Okay, can we talk about the training, though? Because you're suing to get All the right, training So the dog back. just pees in front of this guy that's here, and they're both, the two dogs are hugging each other like this, and they're both leaning on me, hugging me. And I'm like, what's the matter with these dogs? Like, they weren't like this. Like, they were so distraught. 
So he says, I said, all right, show me how you taught the puppy how to walk, because that was my main concern. Duke walked on the leash fine already. So we go outside. He's got the shock collar on him, and the puppy's walking like this. He just had them for a month. The puppy should know how to walk. They're Australian Shepherds. They're smart breed. They learn fast. So my husband says, what are you, shocking him? So he's zapping the puppy while he's walking. So, but the puppy's still all over like this. So then the puppy does diarrhea. I said, let me pick this up. My dog don't have diarrhea. I said, why does the dog have diarrhea? Did you change their food? What did you do? So he says, no, I, I, he don't have diarrhea. Maybe he's just nervous because he's home. Why would a dog be nervous when they come home? They're happy to see you when they came home. Maybe. I, I, I don't know. Dogs. I don't know what your home's like. <laughs> no it idea. It was a stressful environment. You know, we were maybe, arguing. Maybe they're stressed because maybe, of, maybe they have performance anxiety. I don't know. <laughs> so the defendant is saying dogs cannot have separation anxiety because they only live in the present, meaning no memory. You buying it? Not a, not at all. You know, dogs, they know us. When we come home, they're so excited to see you every single time. So they remember you? Of course they do. Okay, what do you say? I agree. I think that dogs grow an attachment to humans and they know, they know, uh, they sense people as well. Do you believe dogs only live in the present, that they have no memory? No, I think they definitely remember stuff. Okay, I do too, by the way. Going inside the courtroom. When he leaves. Then he leaves, he makes another appointment. He cancels that appointment is the way it went. And then he comes with this big chick, I guess, to intimidate me. I don't know. So, so she says, so she's standing there. And I'm like, you know, you know, my business is with him. I said, I, I have, um, you know, a problem. I said, you know, the dog's got burn marks on his neck. I'm like, feel the dog's neck. So he goes, no, that's all right. No I, no, I said, feel the dog's neck. You burned his neck. I want you to feel it. So he felt the neck and he said, I'm really sorry about that. But I sent my dogs away to a professional that was going to know what you, the, you knew he was going to use a shot collar. Though. I didn't say that. I didn't know that. Right. He said, but now I'm asking he said, you, these did are, you know, stop. Did you know he was going to use a shot collar? He said if he had to. Right. These are smart dogs. And I really didn't think he had to. In the text, I say, did you have to use the shot collar yet? And he says, yes. So um, I'm like, they needed the shot. You know, then there was phone calls. I, they needed the shot collar. So he left. I took them straight to the vet. If you come look at the puppy's face, his whole face has a whole bunch of white scars. Let me see the vet bill of $284.38 that you're suing for. The day he came back. Can and I door... see the vet bill of oh, $284.38? Yeah. You acknowledge that you may have lost and that you didn't return the a collar, ID tags, yes. and a harness, yes, correct? Yes, I lost those things. And why is it that he should pay for, um, is it called Giardia? Is that what it's called? My dogs didn't have worms before they left. Yeah, but your dog could get worms anywhere. Why, why would it have to have been? Well, I checked them before they left. And, and uh, I mean, you know, if they got it from another dog or whatever, that's kind of a risk that everybody assumes, OK? You are certainly entitled to the collars, the ID tags, and the harness. And then the bulk of your lawsuit is the cost of the training. Um, perhaps you're not as vigilant in training as you should be with these particular dogs. Uh, I also think that when somebody pays you $2,650 for you to take them for a month, they should come back pretty well, pretty well trained. Um, I am going to order the return of um, $2,650, the cost of training. I don't think the dogs got successfully trained. And that's kind of what you, how your contract reads. And um, I'm also going to order the collar and the tags and the harness for a sum total judgment in favor of the plaintiff in the amount of $2,710. Um, I have finally 
tired out the dogs to the point where they're just, I don't want to hear anymore. I'm just getting horizontal um, in any event. Good luck, folks. So as you heard, the judge has ordered the plaintiff to get $2,710 from you. That includes your whole training fee, the $2,650. Yes. Uh, how do you feel about that? Not happy about it. She didn't put in the work that she needed to to show that training to keep going. So, Are they trainable, those yes. dogs? Absolutely. You think if she'd have kept it up, they'd have yes. been? Yes, absolutely. Okay, good enough. Sorry about it. Okay. <laughs> if you'll step out here. How you doing? I'm doing all right. I guess you're not very happy, all right. No, because yeah. all he did was keep my dogs in mud. The, this white dog underneath is yeah. all white. Yeah. was a brown color for six baths. Okay, all right. He, he abused them. We didn't hear anything from my, you. What, what do you have to say about selecting another trainer because of what we're, we're afraid with this guy. You're afraid to now? Yeah. No, no, not afraid to, but being very selective to make sure we're getting one that, that's yeah, going right. to do what we're paying him for. So you're going to send him away for another month again? House. If you have to? No, this no. Is to the you won't do that. <laughs> no. Do it at your house. No, we miss them so much. And you work up with them. Okay. Well, they look like sweet dogs, so good luck with them, okay? They're not going after you. Uh, no, no, thank goodness. I'm glad they're not going after me. <laughs> I've been there before. <laughs> Harvey? Okay, Doug, well look, in a way this contract was a guarantee that the dogs would be trained. If all it said was, look, we'll use our best efforts to train the dog, I think you'd have a different result, but this was a guarantee. And that will do it for this case of litigants for the next case on the way into the courtroom right now. This is the plaintiff, Robert Davis. He says he was minding his own business driving his car in a parking lot. And when he was at a complete standstill, the defendant crashed into him. It was like the whole thing happened in slow motion. He couldn't believe his eyes as he drove directly into his car. The defendant refuses to pay for the damages he caused because he thinks they're too expensive. But hey, you do the crime, you pay the fine. He's suing for $500, the amount he's owed. This is the defendant, Yusuf Abadayo. He says this was a minor fender bender, and the cops told them both not to go through insurance because it wasn't worth the hassle. He gave the plaintiff 500 bucks already for the repair, but the guy's trying to make a mountain out of a molehill has demanded more and more money from him, and he refuses to be taken advantage of by this opportunist and will pay no more. He's accused of not looking where he's going. All parties, please use your right hands. Welcome back to the People's Court. Next case on the dock of the plaintiff was driving in a mall parking lot when he says the defendant crashed into him. But the defendant says it was really minor and he gave the guy 500 bucks already. It's the case of mall rat. Thank you. Mr. Davis, you are suing Mr. Adebayo for $500, 309 of it, the balance of an estimate for a repair uh, yes. that you sustained and the rest of it for wasting your time making him sue you for the rest of the balance for the repair. What happened here? That's correct, Your Honor. Um, on uh, Saturday, February the 3rd, I was driving in, um, with my mom, my witness here. That's and your mom? My, yes, my mom and my elderly, uh, mentally challenged cousin going to the mall. Uh, we were going from one parking lot of the mall to another parking lot of the mall, and uh, it was very crowded, lots of traffic. And we were at a uh, 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 traffic light that was stopped, that was on red. So once it turned green, I proceeded to go. I was right by the light when I noticed that the defendant was making a right-hand turn. So he's a right-hand turn. Right-hand turn to come okay. down the lane. I was leaving. Okay. All right, but it's a two-lane. So obviously I'm going. I'm going one way. He's coming. He's making a right-hand turn to go the other way. Okay. 
And um, as I as he's making the right hand turn, I'm, I'm going right to the intersection. I noticed that he was making the, it was a little wide. wide. He's doing so that, said, that wow. thing my mother used right, to do, where right. she had to go to exactly, Kansas Your Honor, to make. Exactly. Okay, I got it. And I noticed. I said, "Wow, he's making a, right, uh, a turn pretty wide." And I'm still going and uh, very slowly. And then um, I said, "Wow, he's gonna hit me!" So I actually stopped, Your Honor, and he proceeded to go. And then I said, "Oh my gosh, he's gonna hit me!" And I. Blew the horn. As I'm blowing the horn, yelling, he's gonna hit me. He's gonna hit me. He hit me. Okay. So then, um, so I guess. Is out he the car. not look? Is he distracted in any way? Well, he's he in the car with a passenger, so I don't know what they were doing. Okay. But it was like I said, very slow motion. What happened? So the whole thing happened. What happened? Yeah, the truth is that he was coming straight, and yeah. I wanted to take a right turn. Uh huh. But it's, it's narrow. That that road was very narrow, so on so, my turn here. It was Wait, my, it my, was very narrow? Yeah, but my child, my what left was side, driving? a Jeep, um, that's a Jeep. My bumper was on the yellow line, so I, I pressed so the brake. So you did, so the accident was your fault? I, I, was, I said that, okay. I pressed the brake. But instead of him to stop, because he saw that I already brake, he came. I didn't understand a word you said right now. Instead of him to stop. Instead of him to, to stop. stop. As he's coming forward, instead of right. him to stop. He just People come. should know when you're going to hit him. Again. You need to be able to predict when he he's is going to take more than his share. Because, you know, the lane is only wide enough for a car. Who who to thunk that? Is it fair? Is it fair that somebody who maybe causes a little bit of damage has to pay what looks like a ridiculous amount of money to fix a car because of the cost of repair? Absolutely. What if you hit a Rolls Royce? It costs more than your Toyota. You have to pay for it. That's your privilege. Is that fair? It may not be fair, but that's the law. You know what? I can't argue with you, man. Going inside the courtroom. So now, what happens? You two decide not to call the, the oh, you call well, no, the police. No, the police came. The police came, but, the pol but it's a minor damage, so you both decide, let's not involve the insurance company. Well, the, right, because the, I call the police, so the police come, and he says that um, because of the no-fault um, state, because I'm from New Jersey, Your Honor, so he said because of the no-fault that my insurance would be impacted as well. So we agreed to that I would, I would give him an estimate, and he would pay me. He actually okay. offered to pay me then and there. I said, no, I want to get an estimate. I want to know what the estimate right, is. I don't okay. know it's going to Do you cost. have the picture of the damage? Yes, I picture the damage as well as the estimate. Because the estimate isn't very well high. That's why I'm dying to see the damage. And, and it, it was minor. Okay. And then, so what happened? So I take it to get an estimate. I text him to estimate that Monday, Your Honor. And he, what we agreed to, verbally agreed to, and then I, I confirmed it in the text, was that he would pay me uh, $500 then and then pay me the May balance. May I see the text? Yes. And then he would Did pay you me. agree to pay for the estimate that you were shown of $809, yes or no? Yes. Uh, and yeah. then what happened? What happened is that, you know, I'm a new driver. That's the truth about it. Yes. So on getting to my brother, my brother now took me to a mechanic. So he's, when I come back home, I told him, oh, this is what happened. I pay somebody this amount of money. He said, how are you going to pay those money? They, they, they're going to rip you up because this is not, it's not up to that. And I said, let's go to the mechanic. Wait, what is not up to that? How would that person know how you know, much? It, Wait, just a second. Did you have a picture to show him or something? I didn't have a picture to oh, so show him. So how does he know that 800 yeah. versus 500 <laughs> is an appropriate? Are you out of your no, mind? Your Honor. No, stop. I don't understand how you think that you have a leg to stand on when yeah. you come to court. You are in a text saying, fine. He, based on your agreement, he gets the thing fixed. He's out the money. He lets you pay him pieces. You owe him $309. And then you say, ah, you know what? I changed my mind. Eat the 309 
because I need a lot of birth. Everybody move wide birth here. Everybody's getting out. you out of your mind. Over $300, you are wasting my time here? Are you kidding me? Having said that, you don't have, <laughs> I wish I could charge for wasted time <laughs> when my time's wasted, but you don't, you can't double your lawsuit by adding wasted time. I'll tell you what you can do though. Yes. You can get that $309. Okay. You can get your court costs that you paid to chase your $309 and you can get pre-judgment statutory interest on that $309 That's from right, the day right. it should have been paid. I appreciate it. Verdict that. for the plaintiff. Thank you. All right. Well, in a case that was relatively short and sweet, the judge finds for the plaintiff, you got to give him the $309. Uh, well, that's how it is, but uh, I think uh, he just want to get this money. He doesn't want to get that $309. He does, that thing doesn't want to, because I, later on, he check, he, we check online how much it's selling that fender. It's just like $400 something. How are you going to come up to it on there? But well, look, what can he I proved do? it to the judge. Sorry, you lose. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Sorry about that. You could have saved a trip to court. All this trouble. All right, Mr. Davis. I guess you feel better now. Oh, absolutely. You have to. I yeah. have to, absolutely. I mean, he thought that he can just decide whether or not to pay me the rest of my money. That's ridiculous. Absolutely not. Spooky sitting there watching him come at you. Right. Absolutely. Knowing you're going to. Uh, why didn't you try and get away? Speed up. Get out of his. Could you? Um, no, because he actually. He said, he said, why didn't I stop? I did stop. Before he hit me. No, I meant when you was coming at you, oh. you knew he was going to well, hit there was you. There was cars all around me. There was no way for me to go. Room, room to exactly. All right. Exactly. Okay. Congratulations. Thank you. Okay. I appreciate Thank it. Thank you very much. All right. Thank you. Okay, you're welcome. <laughs> Harvey? I got to tell you, the one thing that always comes up in people's court after all these years is people sue for their lost time having to go to court. You can never recover lost time, even if you make a lot of money and you lose wages. Tough luck. Don't text and drive. Court is a Ralph Edwards Stubillet production.